Hey friend, welcome to Branding Strategies That Convert. I'm so excited you're here. I'm Robin Kent. If you're the girl with all the big business ideas swirling around in your head, but you struggle with building a crystal clear brand and marketing plan that creates authentic connections, then this is the podcast for you. Learn to organize your brilliant ideas, create profitable strategies, and find your people. Your ideal clients are looking for you. So let's make sure they know exactly who you are, what you stand for, and what you do. Hey friend, I hope you are doing well today. Okay, I want to dive into something I get really passionate about, and that is talking about learning strategies and delivery strategies. And I want you to think about this as in when you are developing your next course for your potential students that are going to learn from you, or maybe even when you create those one-on-one services and you are trying to teach your client how to accomplish something. But I have to tell you a funny story, first of all. Okay, so if you don't know this, I was in the public education world for nearly 20 years, but I have been teaching a variety of things for the last 30 years. And recently, I decided that I needed to go back into the public school sector just temporarily and just here and there. So I have become a sub in the public school system here in Louisiana, where I live in the northwest corner. And it's just been eye-opening because I haven't been in the classroom in this type of situation for the last six years. And we all know so many things have changed over the last six years, but so many things have remained the same. And it's been so much fun getting into the classroom and not only connecting with the students and seeing and being reminded how they learn, but also connecting with the teachers and getting their insight on how they are teaching their students. And of course, most of my listeners here, you are adult learners, but no matter whether you are a child that is trying to learn something or an adult learner trying to learn something, those patterns that we had back in the days of whether it was grade school, high school, college, whatever, we typically have very similar learning styles, very similar situations of the ways that we learn best. And so you may have taken time and figured out how you learn best. But what I want to focus on today is you thinking about how your students learn best. So putting you in the role and reminding you of the role as a teacher versus not just a student and being the consumer of someone's information. I'm sure you've already thought about this, but I just kind of want to bring this back around to really think about when you're creating that online course, I want you to make sure that you still think about the learning styles, even though you're not sitting in the classroom, you know, in college, in grad school, in a workshop or something like that. We're so much online, but we still have to think about those learning styles. 
So let's get started to exactly what we're going to cover today. And the first thing is understanding the learning styles, understanding that we all learn so differently. There's visual, there's auditory, there's kinesthetic, and then there's the reading and writing preferences. So I don't know about you, but <laughs> I have a handful of girlfriends that we talk about how we learn best. We love learning things, but some of us learn best by just listening to podcasts. That's all we need to do. We just need to, we're very auditory and we just need to listen to when somebody is speaking to us. Other times, depending on the category, you might need to hear it and you need to see it. This is probably the ballpark where I fit in the majority of the time is that I want to listen. Let's say it's a book. It's a, you know, a book that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to read this. This has so much stuff, but I really want this information to soak in my head is that I will get the digital version of the book so I can hear it read to me, but also I'm going to get the paperback book so that I can draw in, write in, highlight in, make notes in all of those kinds of pieces, because when I do that, I have found that it sinks in, I absorb it more, I understand and comprehend it better, is when I'm putting all of those pieces together. And so many of my friends are the same way. And so it's just really interesting, though, that some people only need one way or another. When you're building courses online, I want you to think about the concept that you're teaching. The concept, if you are teaching Canva graphics, then you're going to probably want to use some visual examples, but you explaining things as well and doing auditory pieces, then that takes it to another level of teaching. Then when you have them actually implement those strategies, those new concepts, and they put it into practice then that takes it to even a higher level of really sinking in and then comprehending it and then applying it. And it just brings me back because back in the world of school and in the public sector of education is that you have these different levels of teaching in the classroom. You have where you might introduce a concept and you're auditorily, you know, speaking the information and teaching in a lecture, or you have your students go and read the information before your lecture. So they're actually reading it and seeing it. And then you actually get them to apply the information that you have taught them, whether it's in a English class and they are writing a paper based on the things you've taught them or in a math class and you've taught them their math skills and now they're going to go do math problems to apply what you have learning. So when you think about in your courses do you have those different levels? Do you have the concepts that you want to teach them? Do you have that, say, on slides? Do you have it in a workbook that they can work through? Do you then have some trainings 
of you verbally talking them through and explaining why they need to do this and how this is connected? And then do you give them homework to help them go and apply what that actually is? Those different layers make such an impact on how you are going to see your students have success at the end of your course. So this goes into the number two way of adapting your course content and your delivery, the way that you deliver your course. So the very first one is just understanding those learning styles and preferences, understanding that different people learn in different ways, but then taking your course content and then the way that you deliver it to adapt based on the people that you are teaching, what ways do they best learn? Okay, so thinking about do they best learn by just hearing it? Maybe in your course, it's all like a podcast where it's all audio versions and they're able to hear what you're teaching and that's all they need. But then are you going to add the other layers to adapt your course content, to give them checklists, to give them a breakdown so they see it in writing and they're able to comprehend it even more? And then another way is if you actually have Q&A and you actually have, you know, a Q&A session in your course content, where then they can come and ask questions and you can help explain based on the different where areas that maybe they struggle in or they're confused and you're able to clarify that. So being able to adapt the course content, the information in the course, but also how do you deliver it? Is it hitting their pain points? Is it hitting where their struggles are? Is it hitting and getting them over that hump so that they will actually complete your course and actually get the promise, the completion, the win of what your course is meant for. Because we want them to get all the way through to the end to actually implement it and see that change. That's the thing with so many course creators. We don't do this just to, you know, increase revenue in our business, but it's also because we have the heart and we have the passion that we want to solve this actual situation for our potential client, for our student. So thinking about all those things makes such a huge impact. And thirdly, the very last thing is just personalizing and creating that student engagement. So I briefly spoke about doing Q&As and doing those kinds of things, but so many times where I see the difference and where I see the biggest impact, again, in the school system with your students, whether it was in grad school, whether it's in a workshop, teaching my peers something that I know and I have figured out, that creating that engagement in that learning situation is like top level. It's like really impactful. And it's something that makes your content, your course content, your information that you're teaching on more impactful to them that they can walk out of that course, walk out of your workshop, walk out of your masterclass Mm -hmm. and say, oh, this is really and truly 
something I can do and something I can implement as soon as I walk out of this room. So that is what I want you to think about. When you have the learning styles and when you have the different strategies in place and just thinking through it, sometimes we might know this, but we need to actually take time to actually implement it and put it in place for us to be able to see our students have those wins and have those uh, completions of our courses and just seeing the success of them being able to put all of it in action. So I hope this was helpful and I hope this kind of maybe went, hmm, I need to stop and think about, even if you're about to create your first course or you have already created other courses, but you're trying to look for ways to level up some of these simple things that doesn't mean you need to change your course content. You just might need to think about ways that you are teaching in the way your students are learning because of maybe how you're delivering it. So I hope you found this helpful. And as always, please feel free to reach out to me with any of your questions. I would be more than happy to help you. And I would love to connect and hear about your business and what you are doing and how you are growing your online business. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you found this episode helpful, would you take a moment and share it with your friends on social media? And feel free to drop in my DMs and ask any of your burning questions. You can find my social media handles in the episode description below. Until next time, I hope you have an amazing day. Remember, your clients are looking for you. Let's make sure they know who you are, what you stand for, and what you do.